Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media to tell stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. Ruthie, welcome back to the show. The, are you familiar with, uh, not familiar, are you aware that you haven't been on this show, Spoilers Please, since episode two? Episode two? Episode two. Ex Machina, right? Oh, you actually remember that too. Wow. Uh, of course I do. Because <laughs> that's the only other episode you were on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right. So, At least so, I remembered. <laughs> yeah, you actually remembered. I'm only 157 episodes behind. <laughs> yes. So, so listeners, uh, Ruthie is my co-host for the Stuff and Junk show. So uh, the reason why she's on here today is because Zhao Ming is on a trip to China, I believe is what it said. Hopefully he doesn't have any social credits to worry about. <laughs> if, that's an inside joke from the Stuff and Junk show. So listen to that if you want to know what I just, yeah. Or you get it. points off your social credit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. So Ruthie, welcome back to the show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about the Stars TV show, Counterpart. This will also be the very first star show that we're covering in Sports Please. So it's like all these little achievements in this episode here. Yes. Yes. So, guys, so if you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, you shouldn't be listening to this episode because, like <laughs> I said, spoilers, please. We're spoiling the show right now. So, I, I, undoubtedly, the biggest thing about this show is, for me at least, is trying to explain to people how uh, what the show is about without spoiling the premise, even though the the stars trailer actually spoils the premise. It so, actually does. It does. It does. So it, it's kind of, but I think I think. I know Stars is open to spoil it. I'm not. I kind of want people to just like jump in and go, oh, it's that kind of a show kind of thing. But I think uh, besides that aspect of the counterpart thing where other dimension, blah, 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 uh, J.K. Simmons definitely is the reason to watch the show. I think so. Oh, he's amazing in the show. Um, I really love, I'm just going to jump ahead to the last episode. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, there were some scenes where it was really pivotal to, especially when, um, he was playing Howard uh, from not Howard Prime when he was just playing regular Howard. He started to actually look and act and started to... I, I kind of got confused for a second and thought that he was actually Prime until Prime, actually, when he was with Emily in the hospital reading to her, he looked more like how Howard used to look. And but it's almost like being in each other's worlds changed them and is slowly turning them into... The Howards of that world, right? But it wasn't of those the, worlds. But that's the whole point. That's the whole theme of the of the whole like switching over thing. Yeah, but I didn't expect that to happen. So that was kind of really interesting to see. I did actually, because throughout the whole season, they were kind of hinting about, oh, this is where you guys meet. Oh, this is where you guys meet, right? Oh, you stay long enough, you're gonna turn into him. <laughs> yeah, it, that seems to be the case. And and that that one episode, I I don't know if they if stars told them, oh, we're not sure if we're gonna give you guys a second season. So I don't know how you want to wrap this up. But it seemed like killing all these extra characters, well, extra characters, they killed, a, they killed Pope, they killed Aldrich. Mm -hmm. I mean, they killed the major characters yeah, in the last episode. Yeah, I was surprised when they killed Aldrich. I did not see that coming. It, it almost seemed like, okay, your budget for season two is not going to be this much, so you may want to eliminate certain people. <laughs> the, expensive, the expensive actors. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, from, uh, according to the news, uh, there is going to be one FBI agent that shows up in season two. So they're adding one mm. one extra person to the show, even though after they killed like like three or four people from this current season. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope they don't kill any more people because it, it's just 
I, I wouldn't know where the show is going to go. Yeah, it, it was surprising. I didn't think Aldrich was going to die. I definitely didn't think Pope was going to die. So it's like, whoa. Oh, it's like, oh my gosh. Like, what happened here? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely surprised. And I, I guess part of it, too, is because we have to come to the assumption that Pope is not the big boss. It's got to be somebody else above him. It's got to be management. Because it seemed like... It seemed like management was manipulating the whole situation, especially when so. they had both the meetings in both worlds. Um, with what is it, the fourth floor, or when they brought management in, um, or what's that? What's the department they're in uh, with? Uh, um, anyway, Diplomacy? when Emily was speaking and um, well, the, I mean, the cameras I mean, were out. Right, right. I mean, wanna... I mean, the, those guys were just proxies. They weren't even they weren't even management. They were just proxies for management. Right, but you know. they were still directing, but basically both worlds to kind of almost manipulate them into getting into war with each other. Because on the one hand, they know what each other is thinking, but they're still the recommendations that they're still giving is still, um, in a sense, not right. Or I don't know if maybe their managements are still in their own separate worlds. Oh, do you on. think it's one management or do you think it's separate? Hold on. I'm, get, I'm getting a, a message from management. <laughs> uh, management says that you're on the right track. We should probably question whether they're one group or if they really are two different groups. I, 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 I'm in your camp. I think it's one group. Like if you think about it, the prime world, they call them upstairs, Right. And yeah. then, or is it the other way around? And then uh, our world calls it management. But I think at one point they flipped it. Like the other world said upstairs and the other world said management. So it almost. Or they like, referred to it as fourth floor. Well, I think, I, think, I think each of them called it fourth floor. It's just the one, the, the word upstairs and management, it seems to be interchangeable. Hmm. So. Yeah. So it seemed like I think maybe, maybe, maybe management could be from another dimension. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Dun dun dun! <laughs> Where's your sound effects when you need them? Sound effects over us. Have a junk show. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Since I still have it all set up over here, I'm gonna go ahead and do this because jumping is another show right now. Dun dun dun! <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Sorry, jumping. <laughs> but but yeah. So basically, um, I think there's 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 two possibilities. Management is one person, not one person, but like one group of people. One that, entity, yeah. One entity, not not really. There's no counterpart. Counterpart, they're really just the same person, I guess. Maybe there it could it's be like even a god. Yeah, maybe they could even they were they were even responsible for the split in the earth dimensions, or they be. or they are from a different a third dimension watching over this, watching everything unfold. Yeah, because remember, uh, we we call them we call Howard Howard Prime, but the show never referred to what why they're called prime yeah i i so it makes me think like is is the world in there that looks more like ours the actual prime world but then the world that looks so so much more sci-fi looks more like uh, they're calling that prime and they never know. really explain why they call it prime even like if you watch towards the end of the like after the credits and um the creators kind of explain uh, the motives behind the prime and the person in the other world. They they never actually explain why they're called prime. They're not, but the show itself don't call them prime. You know, we no, know it, that it's just other Howard. 
No, no, no. Other not, Emily. Not even that, actually. Remember, none of the characters call each other Prime or whatever. They call him. No, the they other don't. Yeah, Howard. they call him the other. The other Howard or Howard yeah, over the there other, or whatever. The other Emily. I, I think. Other... I think the Prime moniker comes from the closed captioning and comes from mm-hmm. the, the writers and creators of the show, just just so they can differentiate who is who. But my question is, why do they call them Prime, and then and then they call ours uh, our Howard? Right, mm. so it's mm-hmm. it's like so so is this really our world? I guess because nine eleven happened in this world. We have iPhones and smartphones in our world, and they don't. By the way, my biggest contention with this show: how <laughs> the heck do they not have smartphones? I know, and they have such high tech looking buildings. Right, I it just I don't believe that. I know they I know they, they joke about like not a joke, but they talk like oh yeah, they have more advanced uh, phones, but they have better phones. Right, yeah. but like how do they not come up to the same conclusion too? It, it just seems weird. Like, like, did the, I, did the people yeah. who invented smartphones in our world die from the from the from the pandemic? And that's why the smartphones never existed maybe, in their world. Maybe I, I, I found mean, it was hard it, seven, to believe. Seven percent of the world of the world's population died. Yeah, and apparently all the people who could who could have created smartphones, all the smart died. people died. <laughs> it's like I find it hard to believe. Like that, that's my one biggest contention about this show. Like, you really. Really, they have just fancier uh, T9 phones. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, a T9 phone that glows. Yay. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Come on now. I know, and their world looks so much more sophisticated. So I'm like, why don't they, can't, they can't make a smartphone? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, when we're smartphones pretty much grew from Blackberries. And Blackberries, I'm pretty sure, were already in development in the mid-90s. So I, I don't see how, how they don't at least have Blackberries. They lost all their millennials. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they could say like Steve Jobs died in the prime world, and that's why they don't have smartphones, right? Mm. But at least PDAs existed in the late nineties. They would have to pay for copyrights, though, trademark. <laughs> they have an iPhone on the sh- on our world in our show. <laughs> Anyways, that's complete off tangent. But but uh, as as far as the show is concerned, yeah, I, I actually really enjoy it. Looking forward to the next season. Hopefully, it doesn't they don't wait too long like Westworld's doing. But um, well, Westworld has a reason why they had to wait so long. True, they, um, do, they one, do. Yeah, one of the actors had a really bad accident. I think he was like in a coma for a few weeks or something, and they really needed him, so oh, no, they waited I, for him. I think it's an excuse because they, they, they. I think the writers haven't even come up with the script yet or whatever. They really want. From what I well, anyways, this isn't the Westworld podcast. So, anyways, counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for counterpart, I believe in the news. They said that they are still filming in Berlin. I really thought maybe they would have changed the location. Like since since they closed the door to the other dimension, um, mm-hmm. there'll be a, like a maybe reveal. there are m- maybe there are other doors to yeah. the other dimension. It seems it seems logical that maybe there are other doors to other to the other dimension. I thought Howard Prime was gonna go there when he was trying to leave Berlin. And he said he was going to Amsterdam, right? Hmm. Or something. Maybe he knows something we don't. I don't think he does because because it seemed he like came back. He, he he seemed like he said he was. I'm just gonna disappear. Kind of thing, right? So I don't think he even knows. But but the fact that they're casting an FBI, which indicates American, to the show next year, make, makes me think that um, that maybe, maybe America, America, right? Because remember there was that uh, the Manhattan Project that happened uh, decades ago. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. use that as like like the actual Manhattan Project was that they also opened the dimension to the other world. Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Right? Dun, dun, dun. So maybe Oh, it's like that Matt Damon movie with Emily Blunt. You know which one I'm talking about? Are you sure Matt Damon or Tom Cruise? No, Matt oh, Damon. Oh, the uh, with Emily Blunt. Yeah, the the, uh, the hat people thing. They have yes, hats. the hat people. Why can't I remember the name of this movie? Starts with an E. 
You know which one I'm talking about. I I have it. I have the visual in my head. That the yeah that 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 thing the bureaucracy room. Yeah. No, not the bureaucracy room. Yeah, anyway. the, bu- the bureaucracy. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Anyways, forget Isn't that. It? No, it's okay, not. Okay. Anyway, it's back, not, to not. back to the counterpart. Back to the counterpart. We don't get this distracted with Jamie's here. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey. No, actually, since we, episode two, <laughs> we, do, we, we do we do once in a while. We get like off tangent, but but the, in in terms of like once in a while, <laughs> I kind of like the idea that um, that uh, what's his face the the spy the spy from the show. Uh, where's the names? Oh, Quail. I Quail. Kinda, Quail. I kind of yes. like the idea that Quail is gonna go ahead and stick. With, with his wife, with his wife, the, the person he actually married. Uh, what's the what's the name? Of, what's her name? Oh, what is her name again? Uh, not Aldra. Okay, I'm looking at the cast list um, right here. You got Howard. You yeah, got that's Emily, a good idea. I should have that up too. Claire, Claire. Yeah, Claire. Claire. Yes. Claire. Okay. Yeah. So, so because the thing is though is that I think I think the movie the movie the show cheated because Claire was gonna leave Quail, right? So so the spy Claire. Came 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 in and took over her spot. I think they would it would have been more challenging for the show if Quail actually did marry uh, our Claire, and mm-hmm. then and then the the Claire from Prime World would have to, to kill come her. in. That's what that would, it'll be harder for uh, Peter Quail to decide like if he should be with her or not because he technically married somebody else and now this other person exists. But they went the easy route and this really was the person he married, which I guess works. I, I just don't know how how they're gonna go about that. Because I mean, hmm. But then that's where season two comes in. Mm, yeah, I'm. I mean, I it, she could maybe she could still leave because she is still um, loyal to her to her world, even though she's loyal to I think first and foremost her baby, which in order to survive she would need to stick with Quail. Now, do you think that there is a chance that she actually does somewhat love him? I think she's probably grown attached to him. Mm, yeah, that could be. That's, that might actually be a better description. He's She's attached to him because she's still she's be- he, he's still her husband. <clears throat> she's still her husband. And in this world, she actually has a connection to her parents. Even, well, her other's parents. But still, nonetheless, she has her parents here. Which, um, in the last episode... It actually, they actually show her reaching out to her mother or her other's mother for support and motherly advice, which is something that she wouldn't have if she um, deserted and went back to her world. Right, right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of like how, it, like I said, even though I had issues with like they didn't, they weren't ambitious enough with that plot line, I still mm-hmm. kind of like how it went that way. So I'll be curious to see how that plays off in season two. Now, moving on to, yeah. uh, to Nadia. Uh, Baldwin, the assassin. Um, I Nadia. thought I thought her plotline was the most problematic of all of them, because yeah, she has like a half Joker smile, but but come on, somebody's bound to recognize her, which definitely happened towards the end of the season. <laughs> I and, know, especially her other was so famous. Yeah, no, well, somebody's no, 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 gonna see her. Wasn't so famous. It was the fact that remember, uh, Howard Prime asked Howard, like, do you know who this person is? He's like, no, I never heard of her. Well, this is the person kind of thing. So basically, mm-hmm. she's known as this violinist or whatever. But the point is, she's not super famous, right? Mm, but at the true. same time, at the same time, why would you still be there and just not have a better disguise when there's still a chance somebody could recognize her? Like the girls, the uh, the other Nadia's ex-girlfriend or yeah. former girlfriend? 
Yeah, exactly. And one one more thing. Like, hasn't it already been like maybe three weeks, four weeks in the uh, in the show? And her scar still looks fresh, like she just got cut yesterday. Right, I I, like, I don't get it either. It's I'm like, not understanding like how it hasn't started to heal yet. No, I'm in the artist. You guys need to get it together. I'm, I'm in the timeline. I'm in the. I binge watched just over a weekend. But it if if they're going by the logic that every week is a week or a day or whatever, then yeah, they they were at least like a couple of weeks that happened. Yeah, the the scar. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, even over the course of let's say a week. There, there was about three, four episodes where it was the course of a week, and that I understand. But now it's been like a couple of weeks, and it still looks like she just cut her face. Yeah, I, I, I don't get that. It's like okay, <laughs> it, it's, it's. I like the idea that that she's kind of like not really completing the prime world side and open to being a, uh like a middle, uh side to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that you don't know what side she's really on, kind of thing, like almost like a double agent. But at the same time, her plot was just so problematic. I liked it at the same, but it was, had so much problems. But yeah, she's too emotional for for an assassin. Well, no, that that one doesn't really bother me too much because of the way she was, she grew up, how they how they made her grow up, kind of thing. Mm. So I don't yeah. kind of everybody from the school has to have some kind of mental problems because of, because <laughs> yeah. because of the situation they're in. I I just don't see how that wouldn't happen. What I don't understand is we never really got to fully understand where Pope came from or like why he became who he was. And I mean, we all know his beliefs was because it it, it's a result of the pandemic that happened um, in the 90s. But as far as his hatred for the other world, like I never really understood or maybe I'm missing something here. But they never actually explained where that came from, where that hatred came from. No, but they, but they did. They they blamed our world for the pandemic. I mean, but for him to hate it that much to facilitate, like, what was his backstory? Who died in his family, or you know, who died so close to him that he had to create the school? Like, it was so. It was. It sparked something in him because, like, we know where Claire came from. We know where Nadia kind of came from. And like all these other kids who were orphaned, like we kind of know their story and why they did it, but we don't know why he's doing it. Doesn't really bother me too much, say the truth. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 unless they're gonna bring the character, the actor back for season two to explain his backstory, like in a flashback, kind like of in a episode. flashback kind of thing. I don't really think that's really much of an issue. He, I mean, they're implying that somebody else is the boss over him, so maybe he's just a person that's that's bring out this task kind of thing. He's That's, just someone. He's just someone. I I I think it's a, it's a MacGuffin. Trying to figure out his backstory. I think it's a MacGuffin. I mean, I'm more curious to know about the whole thing with the, his assistant and the dog, than I am about Pope's background. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. <laughs> with a little dog. With a little dog. It was it was the yeah it was a whole thing like like to, to give him character like I can imagine cosplayers walking around with his outfit and a dog. You know, he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, one comment I would love to to mention about this show is uh, the diversity of the cast, and like, I cannot, I don't know another show where I've seen so many people with so many different backgrounds in Mar- one show. Marvel's Ages of Shield. <laughs> You don't watch the show, I do. In a series, <laughs> Marvel's oh, Agent of Shield is on season five right now. Come on, 
I haven't watched it. I know. I'll tell you, in terms of like diversity, that show wins it all. But anyways, besides the tangent, not not to undercut your your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's one. That's other one. Marvel agents. Yeah, agents I, I, I I do like that they, that they, they try more the diversity. The Germans actually speak German. You know, even mm-hmm. though there are times where they're not speaking German, I'm like, oh, why aren't they speaking German? You know, so so yeah. Oh, another thing too is also they're filming. I think I mentioned this earlier. They're, they're filming season in Berlin. two in Berlin, so they're not leaving the country, I guess. But or... yeah, yeah. So I, I do like that. Although I question why the head of of our side is American. Is American? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. Remember. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I know there was this whole United Nations thing, uh, but it's still like, could it have been a German guy or even even the or... other side? It was, or it was at Asian least guy. have him speak German when he was addressing the media. Yes, about the incident. That too. That too. That, that too. would have been more believable. That would be more believable. But but I, I can I can see why some of these plot holes exist because it it was created by Justin Marks and his previous writing wasn't all that great. Are you familiar with some of his filmography? What was the last? Uh, Mention a couple. He's only done three things. Okay, in terms of writing stuff. Um, 2009's Street Fire, The Legend of Chun Li, which is a no. horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, that that as much as I love that, it did not make sense. Yeah, um, there was there's this uh, TV movie called Rewind. I never seen that, so no comment. And then there's the Jungle Book, the 2016 Jungle Book, which mm. I, I which I which I criticize. I, I liked it for its visuals, but I criticize it for the writing. So yeah. uh, by, by far by far, counterpart is the best thing he's ever done. But I can see why he seems like he's still swimming upstream. Finding, yeah, to, to still finding this. his footing. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 funny how literally all he had to do was copy from the Disney movie that was made. When when did that come out? Like in the mid, it's like sixties, right? What in the sixties? Yeah, fifties or sixties, and that was such a hit. And even to this day, I could still watch that movie from beginning to end. But yet, the Jungle Book movie it was kind of hard to follow. Yeah, I think I had more problems with the characterizations in the live action one. I mean, visually it was great. Once again, mm-hmm. off tangent here, but back back to color part. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of weird that we're not really talking about J.K. Stevens' character a lot, Howard Silk. Um, well, but- he's pivotal. He's central, but he's. I think that all the other characters also play such an important role that it's not just about him too. Like, yeah, he's he's one of the main characters, but the show can kind of carry on without him for certain amounts of time uh, well I suppose it's true it's an ensemble piece I guess you could say mm-hmm. yeah. ha- have you ever watched um, uh, or- Orphan Black yes so so it seems that's like- that girl right yeah. no, wait. no no it's not, it's not. Uh, no that's not her as, as far as people are in making in, in playing the same character but but making them widely different you think they're two different characters um, Tatiana Maslany definitely is the queen of that Oh, but, she was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, but JK, and her accents amazing. Yeah, but J.K. Simmons did a phenomenal job. Like, like you can watch him and you can tell which one is Howard Prime and which is mm-hmm. our, our Howard, right? Or, yeah. or as they call other Howard. But but and then you can tell when they merge them, like towards the end, where they're merging into like the other side kind of thing. You can see yeah. all these subtle differences in the acting, and that's where J.K. Simmons is like amazing in this. Yeah, the little details, the little movements of his face, face uh, the facial expressions, and especially when when they were in the um, in that room, the uh, what's that 
room that they call it where oh, interface? they look at each interface when yeah. they're in interface and he's basically having a conversation with himself. Um, I thought that was a great performance right yeah. there. It's like there's two different actors, pretty much. It's like there's two different actors. Like you're so convinced that there's two of him. You would never think that he's one person. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. And I do like the... I'm still more attached to our Howard. I know a lot of people like the spy Howard more. Because he's cool. Because he's, and, you yeah, know, he's... Yeah. He's cool, he's badass, <laughs> that kind of thing, right? Yeah. But I kind of I sympathize with our Howard more. You know, the whole, especially the whole thing with the, with the daughter that he never had. You know, yeah. and how he's connecting with his, other uh, the pro- still Emily his Prime. Wife who he knowingly cheated on her on him. Yeah, it, it just I'm more attached to that. You feel Howard. for the guy, yeah. yeah. Like, like if you gotta ever, feel bad for him. Yeah, if if it ever comes to the point in the series where one of them has to die, I actually kind of want it not to be our Howard. I kind of want it to be Howard Prime to 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 die. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel. See, the thing is. If Howard Prime ever goes back into his world as a changed man, maybe he will do what's right and, you know, um, make Emily happy and make his daughter happy and not be that absentee father. And then um, Howard Silk, our, our Howard, can also go back to his wife and I guess just continue being himself. I don't think that's where they try to go. I really No, think yeah, I know, but it, ideally. It, I think ideally for the show, actually, it's the other way around. Our Howard ends up with Emily Prime and and uh, and their daughter. I forget her name, but uh, uh, Anna and Anna Prime. Anna, yeah. You know, so Anna, 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 Anna Prime, and and <laughs> and uh, Howard Prime ends up with our Emily, who was a spy in the first place. Also, true, yeah, because yeah. they had their connection before all this even started. Do do you think do you think our Emily even realized which Howard that is at the end? I think so. Because of the way she looked at him. It's like she knew a secret. Wait, you, you, think, you think she knows it's Howard Prime or do you think she thinks it's our Howard? I think she knows it's, our, it's Howard Prime. I'm thinking... What do you think? I'm thinking more of like she doesn't because, because he was acting like our Howard when he's the bedside, reading, reading the book, you know. Putting the flowers. Yeah, which I think, I think was, trying to, was the show's point. Was that he's kind of merging into our Howard by, and then Emily wakes up. That and it was kind he's of like, not even recognizable by his own like his own wife recognizes him as her uh, her Howard. Her Howard, exactly. Hmm. 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 Good point. Yeah, but then we'll, we'll see how it plays out in season two. Dun dun dun. So oh, well, oh another, another uh, point of contention is when the terrorists came into to the building. None of them, none of the guards can like actually shoot back. Shoot? I mean, they're all so heavily armed, and none of them <laughs> shot one of them. None, none, none. I'm trying to remember none. that. I'm trying to remember none. that. Who, okay, so Howard, Howard killed one of them. Okay, that was actually Howard, Howard Prime. Yeah. Howard Prime killed one of them. Uh, the other person got who who shot him, and and when he when he crawled down, it was um, it, it wasn't that Howard. guy, the the kid, Angel Eyes. Angel eyes. Oh no no! But who, guy, the, who who actually got him at the end? Was it? Who, it wasn't who, Aldrich, right? Who got angel eyes? I think it was it Aldrich. Did Aldrich did Aldrich die before this or after this? No, Aldrich died after this. Oh. Aldrich died. Who killed? No, Nadia killed Aldrich. Remember? After he tried to kill Emily. 
Correct. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure and out. And Prime. Okay, I, I guess. I guess I'm missing my point here. <laughs> but oh, who killed? An- who shot Angel Eyes? I think. Yeah, well, yeah, my, that my, I my, can't my, remember. My, my commentary is that that all these people in this heavily armed place was unable to in like this shoot them. Super top security, extremely intelligent, um, super secret place is easily overtaken by three people. By three people, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't even like a button they can press for alarm, you know, like, mm-hmm. like doors were shut down, like blocked them in or whatever. Nothing like that. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, I know. No lockdown, no panic button, nothing. They didn't have any protocol. It's like it, it was like attacking a regular corporate office. Yeah, that's what that's what it felt like. In in a way, I thought I thought the show was kind of bold actually doing this, considering <laughs> the whole like shooting scenario. It's like, really, did nobody in the the reading room say? Like, okay, I, do, when you is, wanna, do you want to do this really? The, the army. <laughs> It's like it, it was. It was weird. Like stars was, I guess, like like okay, go ahead. We will we'll do a shooting. Go go right ahead. The same the same week there, there's a shooting at YouTube headquarters and all stuff. Go go ahead with this scene. There wasn't even like like a, a caption at the beginning of the episode saying like the, the events of this episode might be offensive to some or whatever. Disturbing. Disturbing <laughs> images or whatever. Nothing not, nothing like that. Just like the regular warning about like stream violence or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. I guess um. Speaking of warnings, at the first half of the season, um, I thought it was a little gratuitous having like some of the nudity and stuff and junk. I'm like, I'm like, what are you trying to be, Game of Thrones? Come on now! <laughs> like, like the second half, they kind of got away from that, which is, which is like, thank God. It's like you don't, you don't really need to see all that stuff. Just like cut away. We get the point. Come on. But, Wait, which nudity you're talking? Which nude, nude scenes you're talking about? Like Nadia. Oh yeah, yeah. That was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, you, you. It's like ex- we get it. We get it. Like, like I was expecting to like just like cut, you know, like yeah, take it for top and it cut. But no, they had to linger it and actually show them. There like, wasn't even a point to it. There was no point to it. Exactly. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> you, it's you, not like Game of Thrones where yeah, you have yeah. An, a full on sex scene, but there's actually a point to it, right. which is like amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, for them, it's sex position. <laughs> They're actually. You know, yeah. willing, willing to like write it into the story. This one was just seem it just seemed gratuitous. Like, who do you think you are, Cinemax? You're stars. <laughs> but then at the same time, doesn't other star shows do the same thing? They Outlander do, does that. I mean, oh, the really? first season was the scenes were okay. They were good. They had a point to it. But then this last season was kind of like, all right, already, <laughs> come on. Right. What's the story behind this? Like, what was even the point of that scene? Like, you guys just wanted to throw in a sex scene for no reason between these two people. Yeah. I, I will say this is stars, though. I- I've never seen a stars show, and this is the first one. So... Oh, yeah, they have a lot of nudity. This show actually does not show much Apparently compared so. to the other shows. Yeah. Yeah, basically, basically what you're telling me, sure. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Like so. Girlfriend Experience, um, Outlander. I haven't seen, um, what's that, Pirates movie? Black um, Sails? I, I haven't seen Power either, but I'm guessing, I'm assuming that has a lot too. Hmm. What would you be your favorite episode of this season, if you can kind of think of that? Hmm. My favorite episode would be... When um, that episode where they switched oh. and Howard went into the other the other world, went went into Prime's world. Okay. And Prime had to play. Wait, is that my my favorite episode? It's probably the one before that where they actually met for the first time and they were in his apartment. And they were talking and um, 
kind of exchanging stories how they were growing up and comparing. Okay. Uh, for me, it's got to be the episode where uh, Arab Howard uh, had the whole thing with Emily Prime and the daughter. I thought, I thought the episode... Oh, uh, yeah. That was know, very endearing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. The endearing. I thought that episode was pretty endearing. And that, that kind of like... That this is the kind of like switcheroo kind of topic or team mm-hmm. that I enjoy about this kind of stuff. So I, I actually did like that a lot. Yeah, that was a nice episode. Yes. And then I guess I also like the flashback sequence where it talks about the, the origins of the school and all that stuff. I mean, I suppose I like that exposition episode, but for the most mm. part... And Claire's it, history, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, I think like, the, the No Man Land two-parter, I thought it was kind of wonky. It was... It, it does seem like all the dominoes were falling and they were just trying to keep it up. I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it, it did seem like they had an idea for the last two episodes and they were just kind of struggling to... To keep it together. Yeah. What did you think of that scene when Quail came home and Claire had just killed that guy? Oh, I, I actually did like that scene. because it. it I like that scene Because you, yeah. you were kind of like wondering, okay, what's Quail going to do? Is he going to just turn on her or is he going to actually... For me, actually, I wasn't wondering too much because I, I figured mm-hmm. he already chose his side, you know, and he was going to help her out. So Yeah. I mean, she chose him by coming back even after he tried to kill her. Or killed both of them. True. And true. but I thought that was such a vulnerable moment for her, which you haven't really seen. Because not even when she was, um, when he had her handcuffed to the pipe, did you see her in a vulnerable state? Like she was still lying to him. She was still um, scheming and uh, trying to reach for her phone and making calls. Whereas um, in this scene, when she actually killed this man, which actually I was surprised because she's killed people before. Um, she was emotional and. Then I thought it was kind of sick that she sent him away, that that's what she needed him to do, just like her mother told him, told her to do, and pretend everything is fine until it is. No, but then at the same time, um, him going back to work was uh, basically, she's almost teaching him how to be a spy, that kind of a thing. Mm. That, was the, that was the spy part of her, in effect, but at the end where she killed that guy and she was, in, she was crying, it, to me, it almost seemed like, like, oh, the wife did something bad. That's why she's crying because she's feeling guilty about it. <laughs> that's the kind of impression I thought about that scene. And like, really? Are they go- they're they're going to go that way, huh? Because it was either that or he's, she's playing him. Like, like I'm, you know, she's, she's crying tears, but that's all fake. But it looks like it was supposed to be real. And I'm like, okay. I, I guess they're really sticking to the team of that, of that, of that plot line. But the other guy, the other guy who tried to kill her, what, what the hell was he thinking? Where where did that come from? Like throughout I the mean, whole... how did he not kill her too? Like he she killed him in such a brutal way too. Well, I mean, I believe her reaction and like that she was upset because, you know, it was her home and she probably thought she probably didn't think anybody was gonna try to kill her again. Or maybe it's the fact that two people try to kill her two days in a row. It was just probably too much at but that point. She's like a super spy. <laughs> Remember, she's supposed to be like this she super is. spy. Super so, assassin. So how how the heck is this gonna emotionally affect her? Like, like it really did seem like to me that my first reaction was that okay, is she faking, or is she being sincere here? Like, oh no, I did something bad. I hope my husband doesn't yell at me. I mean, come on, <laughs> seriously. <sighs> what I don't believe is how did this big dude with a gun get stabbed in the neck? Which that 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 guy you mean? 
Yeah. But like, once so again, she's supposed to be super assassin, spy person. And Mike... he supposedly took her by surprise. I don't think she took her by surprise. Why, why, what made mm-hmm. you think that? Because we never saw the fight. I know that's true. That's true. That's true. My my my, my whole do? thing. My whole thing is that why the hell did he go? Did that guy go off script? Uh, like eight episodes or seven episodes in the in the season, he's this serious like I I'm the henchman. I'm I'm just the guy doing his job. He follows orders. You know he he shoots he he snipes at one Nadia chick. You know he's just following orders. Very like a serious guy, and then suddenly he gets emotional. At emotional. The end. Like like no, they have to pay. I'm like really? Where did this come from? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not like they showed that he knew anybody who died from that attack. Right. For I saw, him to react that way. Yeah, so I'm kind of glad they killed him off. I don't need to see him more in season two. <laughs> Aldrich, season two. Like, I thought it was a little far, like, weird that he was so, he felt so betrayed by her betrayal. But Aldrich was kind of taking it more strategically. He was, you know, he was being careful, whereas this guy all of a sudden became impulsive. And it was like, well, who hurt your feelings, dude? Yeah, well, Aldrich, same thing too. Aldrich too. Like, what, what, what is his problem? Clearly, Howard Prime <laughs> is on his side. Why, why are you going to f that up? I mean, like, what's your deal? I'm, I'm, like, what's his, what's his beef with Howard Prime? <laughs> like, what the heck, man? Where did this come from? Where did you get? Why did you guys get so mad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it, you know, in, in the beginning, it does seem like Howard Prime is like this. Aldrich guy is a pro- is a problem. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. And then in the mm-hmm. middle of the season, it seemed like Aldrich knows what he's doing. And then at the end of the season, I'm like, what the hell he are you thinking, Aldrich? What the heck, man? Ah, <laughs> uh, it just the, the ending, the ending last two episodes, as much as I'm looking forward to season two, the last two episodes for me like bugged the hell out of me. I'm like, oh seriously? Come on, people. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so so that's counterpart. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> do you want do you want do you wanna do you wanna have any final thoughts on that counterpart? Um, love that they shoot in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, my last thought about it is, I guess they start here because it's where worlds are split up. Yeah, the whole East and West Berlin thing. Yeah. The whole East and West thing. Oh, um, I mean, Germany. Separated by a wall, or right. in this case, by yeah. uh, that border, mm-hmm. we call it. Um, yeah, overall, it's a really good concept. I did not see it coming. When I started watching it, I, ju- I thought it was just a spy movie, and then, boom, it splits into two different dimensions, which is a nice surprise. Yeah, so- somebody somebody spoiled it to me. I, I never saw the trailer. I've heard about. Pe- I heard people talking about, oh, it's a good show. People are missing out. They're not watching Counterpart, but I never actually looked into it. All I know is mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons is good in it. Um, and then there was one reviewer that mentions like, mentions like, oh yeah, this is like Fringe, which is kind of like a sport, the Fringe. But <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm like. Oh. I've never seen Fringe, so I wouldn't know actually. <laughs> if you like, if you like this, you should watch Fringe. Hmm, okay, yeah. Fringe is a good show. Yeah, see, I thought it was like I thought it was like he had, um, you know, his daytime persona and then his nighttime persona, which is this assassin, killer, spy, and yeah, it actually turned out so much better than that. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so somebody, somebody kind of spoiled it for me. So when I was watching the first episode, I kind of knew what was gonna happen. Like, okay, they're gonna they're gonna show the double. Oh, there he is, you know, kind of thing. I, <laughs> like, like when I when, when I told Jessica, like, oh, maybe you, you maybe you might like this. I did not tell her anything about like the other world thing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think she thought it was a little too slow moving. In a way, yeah, the show is kind of slow moving at many parts, but. But, but you kind of need it to be in order to kind of take it in. Yeah, but, the, at, but at the same time, it's not really for everybody. Because some yeah. people like the Mission Impossible spy thing where it keeps moving. This is more yeah. of like the serious, like, you know, mental, mental. Uh, right. Intel, not intellectual. 
slow movie. It's fine, <laughs> I guess. For me though, what did you think of the the title? Oh, I think I think I think it's ideal. I'm surprised nobody else has used you it. You think before. it's ideal? Yeah, counterpart. Yeah, it's very unassuming, which I think is um, kind of perfect actually for this show because it's uh, you kind of don't real like everybody just assumes you live in one world. Mm-hmm. Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> There's a counter world yep. to all of this. So exactly. having the title be kind of it's not like really out there, but it's not. A, but it's very fitting for the show. Oh, oh, one last complaint before we wrap this up. Um, mm. In the first half of the season, the the inter the the inter awesome ah that was one before where where the intercut between like like prime Berlin and our Berlin like the buildings disappear or reappear kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. like that trans oh transition. I like that the the, the the transition between the two worlds, and then at the second half of the season, they completely ignore it. They just showed Berlin, and then oh, there's Berlin <laughs> with buildings, and I'm, I'm like watching it. And I'm like, okay, when is it transitioning? Cut! Like, where's the transition? You guys got lazy, man. Come on. <laughs> maybe three. Maybe the CG got expensive. <laughs> I guess. Jeez, man. All right. And at that point, thanks for listening, Ruthie. Where can people find you online? You can find me at Grace, that's G-R-R-A-C-E 13, for DIY travel, food picks, and random stuff. And also the Stuff and Junk Show, which is our other podcast. Uh, this is Albert. You can find oh, me yes, on <laughs> uh, this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can also find me on that other podcast with Ruti, the Stuff and Junk Show, on the I Saw the Movie blog, on the um, what am I doing? Oh yeah, the comic strip, the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis. And if you want to send in your comments, send them to whowhatworswhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, just head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at whyaccess.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworswhy.com. All right, Rudy, since uh, not many people are aware, familiar who you are, uh, tell them what other stuff that you watch on a regular basis. Um, Game of Thrones, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, here and now. Did you hear about speaking of Game of Thrones? Did you hear about that one fight scene that they shot for the last season, where which took them fifty five days to shoot? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. 55. Which episode is that? No, no, for no. This new season coming out. The new season coming out. One, one of the battle wow. scenes took them fifty five days to shoot. Holy crap! That's got it. That has to be an amazing scene. Yep, it better be. <laughs> very, very detailed. There's all this like pressure in it now. <laughs> are you? Are you still? And, I, and you're still watching here and now. I'm still watching here and now. And that's on HBO um, as well, right? I can't wait for Westworld second season to start. Yes, yes. Um, Billions is on also this on uh, Showtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else am I watching? You're watching a lot of like uh, uh, prime t- uh, prime uh, premium channel shows. You don't watch anything on network TV? I can't. Um, no, not really. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Except for maybe, I tried watching the Will and Grace show, but that's another Spoilers Please episode, probably. No, because I don't watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Like, I'm curious about Roseanne, because a lot of people seem to really like it. Even the the old series, supposedly it's actually well done kind of thing. But I never actually followed Roseanne, so. Yeah, I never watched it, too, so I I wouldn't be able to to watch it now. Mm -hmm. Um, Big Bang Theory, I used to watch it, but I haven't really had time to just look it up and and start binge-watching again. I've never been a big fan of Big Bang Theory. I I always thought that was kind of like a Revenge of the Nerds kind of thing where where the geeks and the nerds in the show are... I know we're supposed to laugh with them, but it almost seems the show is Mm -hmm. laughing at them. And it kind of always bugged me. 
So I never actually no. followed them. No. Yes. I actually laugh with them with their jokes. Mm. What's funny is you have to watch it with a really st- <laughs> Can I say the S word? A really stupid person or like not ed- educationally challenged person? <laughs> because there's some jokes there that you're like, if you get a scientific, if you watch a lot of Discovery National Geographic, you're like, ha yeah, I get totally get what they're talking about. And if the person next to you is like from Jersey Shore or something, they're going to be like, huh? <laughs> then that's the funny part. <laughs> Okay, but see that that isn't the show. That you're talking about your experience watching the show as opposed to the show itself. It's still funny for me. No, it's fine. I'm not gonna judge you for liking <laughs> the show. For me, I'm I'm saying why I never got into Big Bang Theory because it does. It, for me, it feels like the show is laughing at them as opposed to with them. I, I'm sure in the current season because they've been around for a long time now. The current mm-hmm. season, they, they've grown as characters, and I'm sure it's more like laughing with them. But in the beginning, when I, when I first gave it a chance, it does it does to me. It felt like it was laughing at them, not with them, and that kind of because of their yeah. yeah. Mm, I can see what yeah. what you mean. Yeah, Pasadena. <laughs> Pasadena. Wait, there's a Pasadena joke <laughs> in the show. No, our inside joke. how does that inside joke have to do with No, no, I remember the joke, but but why are you bringing that up? Because <laughs> we're talking about Big Bang Theory, and they're in Pasadena. Wait, what? I thought I thought Big Bang Theory is in like a, is one of the other New York shows. It's not. No, it's in Pasadena. Oh, That's see, why I, I didn't to go to Pasadena that one time. Wow, uh, I guess I'm kind of like totally went by me there. <laughs> somebody really doesn't watch the show. Uh, somebody really doesn't watch the show. <laughs> okay, then. Like, I can't believe you didn't know that they they shot in Pasadena or like it's the plot is in Pasadena. I thought it was just another typical network show based in New York. <laughs> it is so not. <laughs> You think New York apartments are that big? <laughs> no. Look, look at Friends. A- any any New York, any sitcom based in New York never have like small apartments like they're supposed to be. They're always big. <laughs> no, but they have references in California. No, no. But like I said, I don't really watch the show. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yes. It makes a lot of sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> <gasps> Ten years later. <laughs> I got I gotta find some network shows for you to watch if there's anything that's worth for you to watch. But I mean yeah. I, I, I mentioned Age of the Shield, but unless you really watch unless you really follow I tried. The, I watched like the first two episodes. I couldn't get into it. Oh, this is the thing. The the first half of the first season isn't that great. It oh. it really it really got really good after Civil War came out. Not Civil War, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, like, they kinda t- were tying it in. Oh uh, Winter Soldier. When when Captain America Winter Soldier came out, that's when the show kicked kicked into gear. Because essentially, mm. the first half of the first season, they were literally stalling until until uh, Captain America with the Soldier came out. And then that's when the actual show started, really. Mm, yeah, okay. But it, it's, a, it's a good show. you know. And then, like I said, a lot of diversity in the cast. And I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> but, but yeah. Okay. All right. I think, I think we'll end it right there. This has been another episode of the of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who What Wears Why Network.